Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. This is Sisters Reading Romance podcast. This is one half of this podcast, Aisha. And the second half of this podcast, Lexi. Sounds so enthusiastic. I'm just lying on the ground. Because <laughs> there's no seats. I guess when we get, we finally get video up on YouTube. And technically Spotify. The only has one chair. Spotify also does video, so we could just submit it on Spotify. But you're going to see there's no fucking chairs in this office. And we usually we usually record in Aisha's office. Well, there is a chair, but the chair and, is being occupied by and the laptop. I am like lying on the ground we because always record on the ground because the the closet doors keep opening when I lean against them, and everywhere else is uncomfortable. So I'm just anyway here. She needs to buy me a chase lounge. I need, I need to a, buy you a chase lounge I for need, my office. I need a lounge like just head propped up. We have a cushion downstairs that does that. Yeah, but it's no fun. You should. Where's the Where's that Pocahontas chair? I don't know. I think we got rid of it. That would be very convenient in here. That would be, except it's a fucking Pocahontas chair covered. Well, in you Pocahontas. could put a new cover on it. Uh, I would have to make that. Oh my god! You know what we should get? You remember when we were kids? There are those blow up chairs. Those stupid ones you had to like jump rope for heart. And you, when you get a certain no 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 amount of money, no they were like them. sparkly and they like glitter on them yeah no we? you didn't have to jump over her for those yeah you did no you didn't you just buy my Toys R Us okay you could also do that or you well I think we her. should need to get some I'm gonna look up some right now no please don't we're not we're gonna one of those. we're gonna we're gonna sit in them anyway this week we did book four the last book in the series of the Green Creek series um brother song and. At first, I wasn't sure why it was called Brother Song, but I guess it's called Brother Song A because Gavin and Gordon are brothers, and B because Carter, Kelly, and Joe are brothers. So like it all just, I guess it's all about brothers. So it does kind of make sense. So tropes, faded mates, faded mates, werewolf. It's always been you. <sighs> for Gavin, I guess for Gavin. Um, Grumpy Sunshine? Is Gavin Grumpy? Is Carter Sunshine? I, I guess so, yeah. I guess I would consider that Grumpy Sunshine. I would I would consider Gavin the Grumpy one of the two. Yeah, this would be, this would kind of be Grumpy Sunshine. Found Family. Mm-hmm. Fantasy slash paranormal romance. Mm-hmm. Queer romance. Queer romance, yes. Um... That's all I have, I think. The tropes are pretty similar for each book. Yeah. In this series. To be honest. Um, Triggers? There wasn't really... Besides the weird scene where Carter happens to come across when Gavin is with Livingstone and he's like... Eating him? I think he's, like, sucking the energy out of him. I thought he literally had his, like, claws in his gut. Like, I thought he was, like, gutting him and eating his, like, insides. Like, that's what I pictured it as. Oh, no. I pictured it as, like, him, like, sucking the energy out of him. Like, think, like, the Patronus scene from Harry Potter where he's sitting on the thing and, like, those ghosts are coming and, like, that's what I pictured. It was, like, the, oh, him no. I Like, I literally pictured it as him eating him physically eating him that's that's why he would come back injured 
in no, the blood. He, he wasn't injured though. He's I don't think he was ever injured. bloody. I think he was just like he, he was just really injured. drained. He can come back injured and like whimpering and like really weak. I yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was life force, not anything else. But um, I I wouldn't even say this book is gruesome. Like it's not even no, it's not even that violent. It's not violent at all. It's just like. Yeah, I would say there's no... I couldn't think of any trigger warnings for this. Personally. Um, the... Ooh, okay, let's look at the ratings. This is... When I looked at these originally, this had the least amount of reviews, which I guess makes sense. This is also the latest release. It came out 2020, didn't it? Yeah, 2020. Sorry, my cat is about to... She looks like she's about to knock shit over. Um, so this has a 4.54. Okay, These all have really similar high ratings. Don't you think? And this has 11,000 reviews. So it has... I guess that makes sense. Because... Raven Song was twenty one thousand. Uh, Heart Song was fifteen, and this has eleven. That makes sense, I guess, based on just yeah. like progressively gets less. Well, as also like it hasn't been out as long, so I guess that makes sense. Um, I think the review is pretty accurate. Like the yeah, I the, guess the four point five four. It's weird because okay, so. Wolf Song has the highest rating of them all. And then the next highest rating is because Wolf Song is spectacular. Is uh Heart Song. Heart Song has the next highest rating. Because everyone loves Robbie. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, Wolf Song doesn't even have the highest rating. It has the lowest rating, but that's because it's the most reviewed. Weird. Okay. So let's read the back of the book before we get into this because I am excited to talk about this book. In the ruins of Caswell, Maine, Carter Bennett learned the truth of what had been right in front of him the entire time. And then it, he, was gone. Desperate for answers, Carter takes the road, leaving his family and the safety of his pack behind, all in the name of a man who, who he only knows as a feral wolf. But therein lies the danger. Wolves are pack animals. The longer Carter is on his own, the more his mind splits towards the edges, the endless void of Omega insanity. But he pushes on, following the trail left by Gavin. Gavin, the son of Robert Livingstone, the half-brother of Gordo Livingstone. When Carter fi- what, what Carter finds will change the course of the wolves forever because gavin's history with the bennett pack goes farther than anyone knows a secret kept hidden by carter's father thomas bennett and with this knowledge comes a price the sins of the fathers now rest upon the shoulders of their sons yeah this whole series is about dads bad dads not even just bad dads just like dads everyone but thomas was bad dad pretty much and even then thomas made like some huge mistakes made some really big mistakes yes i don't know if i like this back description this doesn't feel accurate it does feel accurate though does it it just it it tells you the prompt of carter heads for the road yeah because he wants to go find gavin 
But the because he feels lost without Gavin. The information that Thomas knew about it is less of a big deal in the actual book. Like it's a it's a like a thing that comes up that becomes a problem. But I wouldn't say it's like a huge deal. Like they don't make that big of a deal out of it. I mean, that what are you talking about? Yeah, they do. The fact that. Thomas knew. Thomas knew and about didn't say Gavin to anybody. Yeah. Also, like, I I mean, I was really confused why Thomas would explain this stuff to Gavin. Because at that point, was he presenting to have any magic? Because if he was, then it would make sense for him to explain witches and stuff like that. I mean, and maybe bring in a witch to help him like learn how to channel his magic. But if he wasn't presenting any magic. What was the point of Thomas explaining all this? Maybe because he thought he had a right to know. A right to know that instead of interacting with humans, they decided to keep humans in the dark. So when Robert Livingstone became got his mistress pregnant, they were like, instead of bringing her into the fold because her kid might be a witch... They just They're just going to send him away. And they actually, like, they basically had her give him up for adoption. Yeah. And she was like, Elizabeth, like, makes a note that, like, there was a point where she just, like, disappeared for a while. And then she came back and she was, like, a shell of herself. And she the, yeah, the mistress her, wasn't the same. Yeah. Because she, she had to give up her kid. She had to give her baby. It's a pretty fucked up situation. It is pretty fucked up. And I mean, Gavin, so basically Gavin had parents that weren't his parents. Well, yeah, he had adoptive parents. Were they not adopted? Where they lived in the middle of the woods. But they also died. My thing is like, so his parents died. One, they never really bring Explain up his- how the die, like- I think they died in a car accident. But um, no, they, they never like bring him up very often because like, no. I don't know. Besides him saying that it was like a happy life. Yeah. But he still went with his mother's last name. Yes. Which is just like, what about the two people who adopted you and raised It is kind of never explained how that situation worked out. Because basically, Carter hits the road to find Gavin. And he's kind of by himself for a really long time. He's going crazy. And he's he's going crazy. Which is fair, because he's basically going feral. And then he finally finds Gavin and Gavin's in his old childhood home in the he, middle of fucking nowhere where he grew up with his adopted family. Yeah. And because he needed a place basically that was familiar to him because he was also like Gavin was also starting to lose his mind being away from Carter. So because Carter is his tether. Yeah. But so he has like he didn't have really like a big understanding of what a tether was. No. Like he it was explained to him at some point by Elizabeth, I think. No, by Thomas explained to him what a tether was when he came to visit I think him he as a kid. Explained that his mom died. Yeah. But um he I don't think he really came to a realization of like he needing a tether. My did they ever I don't remember. Did they talk about why he wanted to be a wolf? Because basically he thought that like 
when Thomas came and explained all these things, he was like, oh, it's a, that sounds like a great life. I want, I want, to be, I want that. I want that. And then Thomas was like, no. We're we, not doing that. We, we, <laughs> I'm not turning we're you. We're not turning you. Also, you could die. <laughs> but then he doesn't care because he ends up finding an alpha hooded anyway. And he doesn't get turned. But then he has a hard time. Like, he instantly basically is feral. Because of it. No, because he also... Because when you have your first shift, you need a tether. You need to think of your tether. So Someone guides you through it. With Joe, it was Ox. Yeah. With uh, Gordo, it was Mark. And then he lost his tether and then it went to Ox. Yeah. With Thomas, was it was Pack. With Gordo was Ox, a witch, though. But he still needs a tether. That's the whole reason Robert Livingstone leveled an entire town okay with thomas it was packed ox is packed yeah so when gavin was first turned and he did his first shift he didn't have because he didn't understand where the tether was so he just went instantly feral he didn't have anything to really like hold on to. hold on to so he kind of just been like feral this whole time he's he's never had a pack he's always been an omega because basically carter is trying to convince him to go back they're like he's like you need to come with me like you're part of our pack like why are you doing this and he's like well i gotta keep the beast happy because that's literally what like livingstone is literally a beast like he's stuck as a beast yeah and Except then for he gets to turn, he can turn into a man that's because that witch lets never the witch like betrays yeah them. but no 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 but that's before when gordo kelly and joe come Oh. When they confront him yeah. on the road in that car chase section, he's a man. He's not a beast. He turns oh, at the end. He, yeah, after he, they, they like crush the beast and he turns into a man. Yeah. Because like he's basically stuck as a beast the way that it's described at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And like even when he turns. I really wish they didn't have book, him turn into a man. I really wish it was just He was just, just a like, beast the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He. He does make a good villain, though. I will admit that he does make a good villain. I just wish he wasn't the villain for the last three The books. whole book. The whole series. He's, he's a villain for the last... The, the whole time. Yeah, he's, he was the villain for the last three books. And I was just like, okay, I want something new. And indirectly the villain in the first book. Yeah. Yeah. Because basically they escape and like have... From the woods, like Carter and Kelly show up and like save them, basically. He, they convince Gavin to come with them back to Green Creek and they trap Livingstone in this like national park via witches it wasn't a national park it was where Gavin had him yeah but it that was, was like, not a national park it was on the outskirts of a national park because they were saying how the national park felt like it was dying and because he was like just so evil <laughs> That's literally how they I thought it, it. I I thought it was kind of like he was just like sucking the the energy and the life out of the trees out of the, the tr- out of the land, yeah. And like, so they trap him. They go back to Green Creek, and then everything's kind of normal. And they're kind of like, we know we have to battle at some point, but we're just gonna like, we're just gonna like live, yeah, for now, and see what happens. Gavin starts to turn back into a human gradually. And Carter is, like, now coming to terms with the fact that, like, okay, so this guy's my mate. And mates are sexually attracted to each other. And Carter, he's like, okay, my thing is, like, so in in 
wolf song, Kelly has this explanation to Ox because Ox comes out as bi. Yeah, like wolves are um, fluid. Like they, yeah, like they, they, they have don't no... think I'm attracted to men or women. They're just yeah. attracted to people. Yeah. And, but with Carter, he's always been, and they've made it like very clear that he's always been attracted to women, attracted to women. And Although he did kiss Ox. But that was just as a, as like a one, he was, he wanted to be able to hang that over Joe's head. And two, it was like his friend of like, I'm going to pop your cherry, your gay cherry. Because Carter. I didn't see that as like, as like attraction. I saw that as, oh, you've never kissed a, a, like a guy before. I, I saw it as like not quite attraction, but not quite unattraction. No, I, I didn't see it as that. But anyway, but like I, that would kind of like frustrate me a little bit. Like, and I think that was like one of my like least favorite parts of the book. Is was the fact like, that he's, yes. Like, and I understand that this is like normal for someone who is coming to terms with their sexuality, learning, not only like learning their like bisexual, but like any sexuality of like. I'm attracted to this. Yeah, you don't, like, if you're not like heterosexual and you have to come to terms with like your sexuality is different Although he's bi i guess he's bi and like we kind of always knew he's bi but he was like i didn't think my mate was gonna be a guy and it was so funny because one it was like a joke that like they they used it a little too much to the point that i was like okay this joke is getting really old of like of the like, pack being really gay yes because I, carter I carter says it in i think think it's heart song of this pack being really gay yeah and then and then Rico says it all the time and then everyone says it all the time of this pack being really gay of like and will even's like you have to be gay to be in this pack and they're like well no no but but like i just felt like it was kind of like you're beating a dead horse at the end like we get we get the joke it was funny the first couple times it's not funny anymore (laughs) yeah i do agree like it, it was a weird a weird thing because, yeah, then Jesse ends up with Dominique. Yeah. Um, which was interesting. Because, like, I did really like Gavin and Carter together. Like, they were super funny. They were funny. Gavin they were so funny. funny. Stupid Carter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carter's going to die. If I'm not there, he just, he just does stupid things and Carter's going to die. And everyone's like, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually so cute. I did. I... I didn't like this book more than Wolf Song, but like it was like it was this is my second favorite book of this series for sure. I because think I would have enjoyed it better if I was reading it on something other than my phone because Oh yeah, because I got this in the library. Phone. Because this book was really fucking cute. Like Gavin really and Carter cute. were cute. My, Gavin's cute. Okay, we won't go into your favorite parts yet, but Sparkly His Sparkly shirt. His sparkly <laughs> shirt. That. He loves he loves and the thing he is, just is loves like, what he loves. He loves like pastels he loves pinks he loves purples he loves like he just he likes shiny things he likes shiny things he likes color and the guy i loved how the guys were like yeah you love color let's get you like 10 10 of these pants in different colors yeah that's just a guy thing to do <laughs> and then they were like oh i asked rico because rico is dressed nice and he's like i can't believe you just said that i in that case, you're definitely coming shopping with us. And they're like, no, he's he's not that. And they're like, oh, Gavin spoke. He said that I'm the best dressed. Like, that's that is his word. I am the best dressed. He's correct. 
and it was just like so funny yeah when he like goes into the back and then comes out in the pink shirt that oh, says diva the- and they're like carter's like can you not he's like i like it it's shiny and then they're then dominique's like just leave him alone like let him wear his sparkly pink shirt okay it's so funny and his like pink socks yeah it's actually really cute i also loved elizabeth and gavin in this Mm -hmm. it was really cute because like i would say the first 100 pages are carter finding gavin Mm -hmm. and then the last 50 pages are like the final battle but everything in between is just like domestic bliss yeah of them just like kind of learning how to be a couple and like where they're going from there and I liked the book like when Joe and Kelly leave the book oh yeah that was funny <laughs> that was really funny they leave them like basically what was it it was like an old like it was 70s, like 70s like how to like, have gay, gay sex no it was like <laughs> gay, how to yeah, have gay, gay sex it was, was like, like What's that? What's that? Uh, that sex book that, the Kar- really? Karma Sutra. Yeah, it was like that but for, but gay, for sex. gay sex. And Carter is like, and they like annotate, <laughs> like annotated it. So they, they like, put like little stickies on, and like, they were like, make sure you hydrate if you do this. <laughs> yeah, don't use this unless you're using a lot of lube. Maybe you should work up to this position. <laughs> it was so funny. That was actually such a funny scene. I do. I did really like Carter because I liked him as a character because he was so. He was just really easy to, like, be in his head. Do you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. and I think that the book, the beginning was hard to read because I was like, God, like, I hope this doesn't go on for long. But it, it ends when it should end. Do you know what I mean? Like, Carter finds Gavin when it should happen. Because I think that if you ended up staying in Carter's, like, insanity mode for long, I would have been, like, just so bored. Mm-hmm. You have thoughts? Yeah, the cat is. Um, so the final, the also the final scene happens, and then the book doesn't end. There's like what four or five chapters after the There's final like 50 scene. Fifty pages after the final scene, which I really liked. All books should have that. Like, well, why they, does it I end at the climax? They knew it was like the final book, so they kind of had to. Like he 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 closed up the series basically yeah which i liked because i find that not all series do that where the last book has got a bit of a like goodbye and it felt like a bit of a goodbye where all the lot of loose ends were tied up where they were like yeah they think jesse might eventually turn be with dominique so they could run together and they talk about like rico and bambi and their kid and then they talk about like the fact that the it is time for the Bennets Lion to end, and that like they're all okay with that. They've all come to terms That's with because it because they're all gay and they cannot. Can it, well, I mean, they can. I, I wish. Can there be a novella where Joe and Ox like adopt a kid? Oh my I, god! Like they obviously, would be so fucking but, cute. But my thing is like they never discuss that they like obviously Rico has a baby, has a baby, but they never discuss like. Maybe Ox and Joe want to have a kid. Or adopt. And, like, adopt. Kelly that- and Robbie would be such good parents. Oh, my God. They'd be fucking adorable. Or, like, I know Mark's a little... Like, Mark and Gordo are a little bit older. I I highly doubt they'd want to have kids, but... No, they'd be cute uncles. 
Well, I mean, like, Mark is technically an uncle. <laughs> but, like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I just wish that they did have that. But maybe that wasn't the point. Because, like, you don't get to see, like, a future epilogue. Like, you just see basically them settle into lives when, like, they're like, it's over. Like, we're... I did not expect the book to end with Joe not being an alpha. That's I not how... That, that is not what I, I expected. I kind of expected it because Joe never re- really wanted it. And Ox was really more of an alpha than joe or like was. really i wouldn't say en- didn't like i wouldn't say enjoyed but like was more natural and like it kind of like it, it just like he exuded alpha yeah and like the fact that like ox became an alpha as a human like it just naturally came to ox where like joe he was literally born i don't how how do they pick the fucking alphas you know that's how that works is like alphas are born anyway yeah but, but like how does how did they when they like they knew joe was being born how do they be like oh he's gonna be the next alpha of they all? don't think they knew they just you know you can't you can't know until the kid's born yeah they but like that like how do you know, like a baby is going to be alpha of all how do you know carter know. wasn't gonna come into that that's just i don't think that's how that works but I don't know. I I guess I should have expected that because you knew that the Bennett line was going to end. Like, they'd already talked about that before the book, like, before the climax and how the Bennett line was basically going to end. And maybe that's the way it should be. But I didn't expect... Because basically what happens is Livingstone comes to Green Creek. And everyone has to get back to Green Creek to be like... We're gonna we're fighting this like this last battle basically, mm-hmm. and he's like, Gavin, you betrayed me, and Gavin's like, Yeah, fuck you, Dad, and Gordo's like, Yeah, fuck you, Dad, <laughs> and then they're all like, they're all kind of like, they're all tired. Oh yeah, like they're all just like, dude, can we just like not? Mm-hmm. They're like, can we just like live our lives? Like, I let's will just say, not. I really wish the final blow, the final like kill to Livingstone didn't go to Ox, but it went to, to Gordo. Gordo or Elizabeth. I really wish Elizabeth got her final like. Agreed. Fucking murder or that that piece yeah. of shit. Like, I really wish like Elizabeth. Yeah. Because she did have a moment where she like attacked him. But I really wish she got that final blow. I really wish it was like that was her kill, because killed- they like they kind of they kind of like built it up the way she was talking about how like she wanted it to end. I was like, oh, she's gonna fucking murder him. But then, but then there was no way for Joe to have to give his alpha to Ox. Because to okay, him. but like because the the book they found behind the thing that Robbie the thing actually that, knocked down the behind the thing that Robbie remembered that he read. When or he, was he, back. he, yeah, he found because, the book and he read he, through it. He read through it because he he noted that he dropped a book and he, he dropped would, a book and then also there was like annotations in it because Thomas, that were in Thomas's writing. Thomas was writing it, um, and basically it was like there had to be a sacrifice in order for this like this super werewolf, yeah, to die because they he I wouldn't say he kind of predicted it, but there's a book about. It was never really explained. Never really explained why he turned to a beast. Also, in the book, it says ox, ox, ox. And they're like... Because he thought... He knew that ox was somehow going to have to die in order to sacrifice, which is, like, very Harry Potter. He he literally raised a pig to slaughter. 
like yeah although like i knew he joe caught on way too late like ox knew he knew like like when i think when robbie was going through the like the annotations that thomas wrote i think ox knew and i think joe was like oh so like dad knew about ox being like super like yes he he always they always basically make joe to like kind of play this like dumb young kid yeah but he was like 28 ish yeah at that point because ox kind of figures it out sooner and basically just like sacrifices himself i really wish that didn't happen to die it seemed very like so there's this argument right now going on within the fantasy community okay about killing off characters no the main character in particular the heroines having to give up sacrifice something sacrifice their power become less powerful at the end in order for the greater good but you never see that with like heroes and i guess it's like in this case it was because joe gave up his but like i felt like like, opposite (laughs) i felt like it was like ox having to sacrifice himself himself for the greater good i was like wow you're really feeding into that but then I see why he had to do it, though, because for the Bennett line to end, there had to be no alpha. And with Joe giving up the alpha for Ox, the Bennett line just instantly died. So whether they whether there was going to be kids or not, the Bennett's would still have to but, be the uh, Bennett's because Joe was alpha. And, was... But with Joe not being alpha, they had no claim over being the king, king of alpha, like the king of wolves. Do you know what I mean? The alpha balls. So like with that, with with him giving up his alpha power, he then literally had no claim to that throne. And that was the end of the Except Bennett Except for line. those, oh my God, the people who live there. And he was like, our alpha's dead. What are we going to do? And it was like, what are all the other packs around the fucking world do? Just fucking deal with it. Yeah. I didn't like that. Very dramatic. Very much, but oh my god, your cat is fucking psycho. She gets a lot of energy at night. Um, I don't know. Did you like the ending? <sighs> I did cry when the brothers I, went off and did that thing in front of the bridge. I, I cried when Thomas, because I like when like anytime Thomas shows up, I'm like fucking bawling my fucking eyes out. <laughs> but when he like runs with them and then he kind of like disappears, so like his spirit it's like he was like obviously his spirit is with them but like it felt like he was sacrificing himself to like guide them through that's what i kind of felt when i read when they were trying to bring ox back yeah i felt like thomas sacrificed like he added to the pack power yeah and that to add to the pack power so he's like not gonna he's not gonna show up in there like you know because he like he w- he was always kind of there. Yeah, but yeah. like he's not going to show up anymore because his like spirit isn't like. Dude, <laughs> I'm crying. You need to chill, man. Oh my god, it. I never found it like that sad. I I I mean, apparently it just kills you. It just kills me because right? I'm crying right now. Right. Okay. I I did find that scene when they when they finally had that sit down of like the three of them together talking at the bridge and i also found like when joe finally was like yeah i've always been the odd man out you guys have always had a connection that i never had like i was always kept as other because i had to be alpha 
And they were like, oh. But also, Joe and they're like, I wouldn't say a significant age gap, but like. Joe would be four years younger than Kelly. Yeah, because it was like Carter and Kelly. Car- Carter two and years Kelly apart. are two years apart, and then with Joe, it's like four years apart. So it makes four it kind years, of, yeah, it's four years from Kelly. It kind of makes sense why Carter and Kelly are like so close because they're like they're basically like Irish twins at this point. Like, like they're closer in age. Yeah, yeah, because like I did like that. I also I did like how there was like a a full circle moment where the three brothers kind of came together and were like, there was a lot of brother brotherly love in this. I mean, I understand it's. Called brother, brother song, because <laughs> like Gordo and Gordo and Gavin, and Gavin kind of have a moment. They have yeah. a couple moments where they just kind of like, and then Gordo's like, "I'll teach you how to how to work, work on, on cars." cars. As I was long like, as "You don't take oh. anything from Robbie," and I love how he like puts a little jab into Robbie of like, "Yeah, don't let Robbie touch anything." Though I thought that was really cute. I actually really liked Gavin as a character. He's funny because he's very much like gordo he is he is very much like gordo and it's so funny when you they were like next to each other and they were like noting the very similar the, the similar similarities it's also like because, because they were like wolf so long he had a very distinct sense of yes versus no like it was yeah. either yes or no there was no maybe he either liked it or didn't like it because when you're a wolf like you're the choices are are very basic they're simple everything is simple and he very much like that very much carried into his character as a human and i liked that it did like like that felt very authentic to like the fact that he spent so many years as a wolf that that would be just how he thinks now like that's just it's more Mm -hmm. natural to him than human thinking and i did like that what was your favorite part Mm. I don't know. I think it was just like when Gavin, every time Gavin would be like stupid Carter. Okay. There's actually so many good parts there, in this one. Because this, this book was genuinely funny. I laughed quite a few times at this book. So my favorite part is when they're walking through the woods and Gavin brings Carter the pine cones. And Carter's like, <laughs> Carter's like, I don't know what to do with these, but I'm going to keep them. So he keeps putting them in his pocket. So and then has, Gavin's like, yes. And yeah, he keeps he bringing has, like, him pine po- cones. He has this, like, this pocket like full of pine cones because Gavin kept bringing him pine cones. It's kind of like, like, the like cause, you know, like the dead animals. Yeah. Because um, Carter- Ox, Ox got a deer. Uh, yes, a couple and, deers. No, he got a rabbit. He got a rabbit and then a and couple a rabbits. And then a deer, but his his mom was like, I don't know what to f- do with a deer. Like, don't bring me a deer, please. Because they were able to ke- ke- like eat, eat the, the rabbits. rabbits. But it was just so funny because he was like, bring him pine cones. And Carter was like, can you stop? Like, what am I doing with these? And Carter, uh, Gavin would just look at him and go get another one. And Carter felt too, like, he felt bad, like, throwing them away because he was like, he obviously is giving me these. I just don't want them. So he just like kept putting them in his pocket to this pocket full of pine cones. And he was like, That's cute. Okay, thanks. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was by far my favorite. Because that, that just felt very much like like the two of them together. Mm. Like, that was like just like such an epiphany of like them as a couple. It was so cute. And the the t shirts like thing, the pink t shirt thing. Diva. That was that was funny the too. Diva There's a lot of fan art out there with I love the pink t shirt. His pink his love of pink um 
what was your least favorite part i think my least favorite part was and i didn't like dislike the scene i just dislike it as like i guess a concept but like when they learn that livingstone was coming to green creek yeah and his little like merry bands of misfits were following along gavin like runs and carter's like uh no you fucking don't and he ran after him like they literally have like a chase scene they have a chase scene and then they mate like right after and i was like i wanted them to come to the realization of like they wanted to mate and without conversation about it without this aspect of like gavin trying to leave to go to Livingstone to sacrifice himself. I see what you mean. I didn't, I just didn't like, like that. Like, you wanted it to be a conversation of, like, like we're I choosing it, to be together. I wanted it, to, yeah, I wanted it to be, like, Kelly and Robbie, where it was, like, they... Were choosing each were other. Cho- choosing each, o- each other, even though Robbie lost his memories, he was re-choosing Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I could see that. My, and this is, like, I'm going to say this is my least favorite part, because I'm not actually sure what to do with this, but the last maybe like basically after they mate Mm -hmm. after they mate and he becomes a beta and he becomes a beta which i also didn't like you wanted him to stay fair i know i didn't i did i wanted him to come into being like out of being an omega and out of being feral they did say that if they made if carter mated like the mating would would help would but i help want him tether completely but i wanted him to be able to come out of that himself i didn't want him to have to tie himself to carter to carter to make that happen because my yeah my least favorite part is just the fact that after they mated the book was still from carter's point of view but then you it became a general ending do you know what i mean yeah i really wish that at the part after Ox sacrificed himself, I really wish you just jumped to Ox's perspective. Because that's like, what it felt like. Sh- like it, it felt like that at some points I was like, because yeah, they like it. They basically Carter goes into Ox's like the entire pack goes, goes into goes his, into, his go, brain. Goes into his brain, and there are some points when he's talking and he's thinking, and I was like, is this Ox thinking? And then he was like, no, I'm Carter. And then I was like, so this is Carter thinking. And I just really wish it was just like in that chapter, it was like ox. Like, this is ox. I almost wish that this book was in an extra 50 pages. And what happened is they did the whole scene for Carter. And then the last 50 pages would be a jump to each character to like close off their storyline. Yeah. Like, you would see ox again, you'd see Robbie again. And like, or even you'd see it from all the Bennets rather than like, rather than hearing ox, you hear Joe rather than hearing. Robbie, you hear Kelly, and then rather rather than hearing Gordo, you hear Mark. You hear Mark. Like I wish there was almost like that way of closing off because it felt like the book was very much Gavin and Carter the whole way, and then yeah, all of a sudden really, they mated and like Kate, they're together, and now it was like a general end. I really wish they didn't. Like the, I, 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 like I love, I love Carter, but I really wish the book didn't end as Carter. Yes, agreed. Like, I wish that there was, like, an extra 50 pages or, like, a novella that just tied everything together. Because mm-hmm. I do like the fact that this that this book had an ending. It had, like, a goodbye to yeah. the reader. Where the reader left the, left the world with 
knowing that they all ended up happy and they all were together and like you had a goodbye at the end like as a reader it felt like tj klum put the goodbye in for us as readers but i do wish that you got the whole book as as carter and then you had a goodbye that was like kind of a mix of them all because it was kind of weird having yeah like that last scene where Ox is literally sacrificing himself from Carter's perspective. Even when you get the, like, the brothers going together and, like, I just wish they had, like, and then you, the and then the, there is an epilogue where you get the letter yeah, that you get Thomas Ox's, wrote. Uh, Ox's letter because he wrote all the mates letters, letters and he rewrote Ox's letter knowing it was Ox. And... I almost wish after that there was an extra chapter where you got something different. Maybe. Do you know what I did mean? we check his website if there's bonus I content? did. They did there's nothing there's nothing after mm-hmm. there's no like four point five. Like there is a there's a three point five and a three point two five, but there isn't a four like something after four. Maybe maybe with the re releases of these books there'll be bonus, bonus content. content. I really would just love Cause you know how like those epilogues, they like I hate epilogues that just have like stop like right after the like. You want to see domestic I wanna, bliss? I want to see domestic bliss, <laughs> but like in ten years, like I want to see them yeah. in the future, not like three years from now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I also wish that Elizabeth got like a happy ending. I know, like, I never but, like, felt like she got a happy she, ending. But she was with her family and. In like her Kay. pack. You didn't read. No, I didn't read, and I don't want to epil- read. I'm not going to do it. I'm bonus. Not, I'm not going to do but it. But if you did, you would be like, I just wish Elizabeth. Like, I almost wish that she had died to be with Thomas. Like, I realize that that's not a happy ending. That's not a happy ending. But but she knows she's going to see her kids grow old and like her pack and family grow old. But without and Thomas, then re like. I won't say reconnect, but like reunite with Thomas up in the moon because they say when wolves go to die, they go to the moon. The, yeah, the the moon goddess calls her children back. I don't know. I just wish that she had a bit of a happy ending, but that's just like. But she kind of got that with like Gavin because like Gavin watches her pain. Like Gavin was like the only one that she allowed in his. That's in true. her in her like. Okay, so what would you what would you rate this? I rated a four. I give this a five, and I'm I'm sticking to that five. I would say this was a five. I liked this book. If I had to rank them, I would go Wolf Song, Brother Song, uh, Raven Song, Heart Song. Yeah, is that how you would rate them? I think I would swap Raven Song and Brother Song. Really? You just put Raven Song as second? Just, just because I love Gordo. I love Gordo. I love a sassy little bitch. It's great. Would I recommend this? So the thing is with this book is you actually can't read it. You actually can't read any of the last three books. Without reading the, without first, reading book. the first book. Like this is, they're meant to be read Like you have set. to, like I think I would recommend the series if someone liked fantasy. Agreed. Like, er, in particular, urban I don't fantasy. Think, I don't think I'd recommend this to anyone who is just a romance reader. Unless they also dipped into the fantasy genre. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, some people don't like urban fantasy either. Some people want old school. 
like what's old school like we're the old whole school, world like they, like it's, it's a world building medieval yeah like Lord or of it's the like shit. it's like a completely different world versus like urban fantasy takes place in in our world yeah versus it having to be an old world built um steaminess a one there's a one a 1.2 a 1.2 maybe um, a 1.5 because the, they do mention sex quite often they do though because they, they never, they're because they're making fun of him that's the thing they're making fun of carter there is a lot of sex talk in this where they talk about sex but they don't actually there's no sex on the page mm-hmm. except for one scene yeah, there's only one scene that has sex like in it. I I'm gonna say one point five. Sorry, your cat is distracting me. She's very distracting. Okay. Don't touch anything. So on that note, any last words? Uh, I recommend the Green Creek series. I do too. I would say this is a uh, fantasy or a paranormal or a, I would say urban fantasy. This is an urban, urban fantasy. fantasy series with a romance undertone. Yeah. Like it's more of the I do want to go into more of his other books now. I do yeah. Wanna... I haven't looked at a lot of his other like, TJ Klune's catalog. Because most of it's his other like this is like most adults he's got a couple other adult books that are older but than like this. his more popular ones are ya i think i am excited for these to be re-released and i am excited to i'm going to purchase all four re-releases i don't know if i'm gonna do that i will i, I will for sure i have no bookshelf space anyway so what happens when you're in a small apartment i live in a shoebox guys um so next month, we haven't even officially decided what we're reading. Oh, no, we're reading historicals. We're doing historicals. April's historical, historical month. April. Your cat is trying to get on your shelf. Yeah, I don't know. she's sniffing some of the books. Um, so April will be historical month. And we've got like a variety of authors, actually. Some like classics, um, some newer, and mm-hmm. one gay historical. Yeah. Like a male male, which is one of my faves. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. I'm generally not a historical fan, so it'll be interesting to read. Because <laughs> Lexi reads more historicals than I do. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I guess just the usual. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out. Let us know what you think send us book recommendations we're more likely to reply on instagram or email if you're going follow to follow us on youtube i put a lot of effort in those in those videos yeah we are on youtube at sisters reading romance <coughs> we're at instagram at sister Re- sisters reading romance pod tiktok we're also sisters reading romance um and we will have a patreon Eventually. Hopefully, by this episode releasing, the Patreon should actually be live. This is we're releasing Patreon. Yeah. Okay, we have some discussions to make. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's all for now. So we'll be back in your ears next week. Bye.